Have you ever had a leader that you just love following? I'm guessing if so, it had a lot to do with their character, not, not necessarily their skills. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they were skilled. It's great that they could lead meetings and solve problems and build teams. Those things are fantastic. We want people who can cast vision. But at the end of the day, it's a leader's character that makes them a leader that others want to follow. And uh, a while back, we did an episode called Becoming a Leader Others Want to Follow. It was one of our most listened to of the year. And I hope there'll be some reminders here as you think about your own character, leveling up your, your own leadership this, this next year as you go into it. Is If there's a crack in the character anywhere, let's make sure we seal that, we get that right. We want to be leaders that others want to follow. This episode is going to help you to uh, identify some areas that you need to focus on. I hope you'll pick one and, and let's go after greatness this coming year. Check out this episode, Becoming a Leader Others Want to Follow. What's your biggest challenge? I've been running into leaders everywhere the last couple of weeks, and it seems like they are up to their eyeballs in challenges or problems, struggles. It is amazing how when you get into leadership, you start you start doing work. It is uh, it, it's not very long until you're gonna you're gonna find that there's there's challenges in front of you that that feel sometimes insurmountable. We're gonna be talking about that this week here on the Chasing Greatness podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's Monday and we're talking about winning at work. And one of the things I think that'll help us all win is a, a, uh, a model that we teach uh, called the serve model. And it has just been so helpful to so many for really a couple decades now. My friend Mark Miller and Ken Blanchard um, wrote a book about 20 years ago called The Secret. And uh, it's, it's subtitled What Great Leaders Know and Do. This book teaches this serve model, and we're going to be looking at it on the podcast. This is some of the content that we've developed with Mark through the years, and we're going to be, be able to teach some of this here these next few few uh, Mondays as we look at how to become a leader uh, that, that really is able to master these five fundamental skills. They're going to really help us, and, they'll, and, and I think if you can identify a real challenge, a real problem you're going through right now, uh, you, you'll be able to bring it to the ground with these these five fundamentals of leadership. Some of the best practices, we'll, we'll touch on those here as we go as well. All right, so we're, we got a new week uh, going. I'm, I'm excited because we got some change in the air here. We are, uh, we're going to focus a little more on our podcast episodes. Just going to be um, uh, in, in those places where you find your podcasts, like, you know, Spotify, some of you are listening, or iTunes, where, wherever you get your podcasts. We've been doing these things with uh, YouTube content as well, but we are going to make a little shift. And our once a week, we're going to drop a, a, a something on our YouTube channel that'll be uh, specific to that. But we're gonna we're gonna try to focus more just on the podcast side of things. It's been really good. Uh, our channel keeps growing. Last week, we hit twenty five thousand downloads um, uh, for for our our run here that we've had going. Uh, you've helped us do that. Thank you for that. Keep sharing. That would be really helpful. One of the challenges that we're facing is how do we continue to spread the message? And, and honestly, without you, that's not going to happen. And so thank you for sharing. Um, it, it, I, I really just can't say thank you enough. I really am grateful for for all the, of you who take time to listen and you're trying to get better. I think it's so awesome that, that we've got people that are really wanting to get better at their leadership. So you know, Mondays is when at work day. And what do you do when you have one of these challenges in front of you? And you just feel like, man, I, I, I don't feel like I can win unless I can get this thing to the ground. And, and so let's think about this in light of, again, this what we call the serve model. 
And and the first idea here, um, uh, it, it, and when I say serve model, this will spell the word serve. You'll get this as we go. But the, but the S is is to see the future, to see the future. Now, I, there's a great story uh, when Walt Disney World Resort was was opened back in I think it was October of 1971. I mean, they just hit 50 years last year. Back in Florida, this is not Disneyland. This is Walt Disney World. Uh, Walt had already died. I mean, he had bought this swamp in Florida and had built. You know, Disney World had been built, and but but Walt had died before. Actually, five years before uh, the park opened, he died of lung cancer. But at the grand opening at, at this Florida theme park was his wife Lillian, and there's the story I read. There was there's a reporter there. And she she really kind of put him in his place when he asked this question. He said, it's too bad Walt isn't here to see this. And and Lillian, the, the story goes, didn't miss a beat. She They've been married over 40 years. <laughs> Here's what she said. Walt did see this. That's why it's here. I love that. It, it's the fact that this man had vision. He could see the future. He could see a day when people were going to come and, and want to um, go to those parks and bring their families and pay for the fast pass and all kind of you know, go to the gift shop and and just crazy how much money you can spend if you go to Disney World. And Walt had this idea, and he knew that that this is this is going to be a winner. And and he could see the future. He he could see that there was a an issue out there that that people didn't have uh, this opportunity that he wanted to create for them. And and so he had a picture of what it might look like. And then they built to that picture. And so as you think about your challenge that you identified a moment ago. What is it that that you're up against right now? And and my question for you would be, what is your picture of the future? Like when you look at the future, do you see this problem being there forever? If you do, that's exhausting. That is that is just demoralizing in so many ways. And yet so many of us go through life thinking that our problems have to be there. Truthfully, problems are sometimes they're they're not things that we choose some things are we're up against that are you know circumstantial but sometimes we have these problems these challenges these big projects massive goals all kind of things that are in front of us and we actually do have a way to wrestle those to the ground that's that's why we have our job leaders are always going to have problems they're always going to have challenges uh i i got a buddy who says when you solve a problem your gift is always going to be a bigger problem you're going to get promoted you're going to get more responsibility you're going to get a bigger challenge and you just keep climbing mountain after mountain and that's what leaders do but sometimes we get our our uh, perspective twisted and we start to lose sight of the fact that we actually can have vision that can can make something i mean it, it doesn't make it better but but having a picture of what it can be uh, there's just no, there's just no question that vision uh, is is so powerful. Leaders really do wake up and they take people from here to there. They they have an uh, ability to envision a preferred future and to call other people to join them. Uh, that's that's just what they do. So it, it now it's 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 not all there is to being an effective leader, but but we've got to we've got to have this um, as a starting point to know like where are we trying to take people. So I'll give you a couple of things to think about here as we think about seeing the future. I think there are three ways that we can, or, or three what we'll, we would call best practices. I want to dabble in them. We we teach some of this in, uh, in our workshops and some of the things that we do uh, at Integrate Leadership. But uh, I, I think these are, you know, these are like a lot of people say, well, that sounds good to see the future, but how do I do that? Well, let's just start with saying, 
we, we, we want to first assess reality. Like, what is, what is your current reality? And I love the old, um, I've mentioned this before, but I love the old Bible question. It's, it's actually, I think it's the second question I can find when I read the Bible. Uh, it's the oldest literature pretty much we have. And, and so this would be the second question ever asked in the history of the world. And whether you're a Bible reader or not, you've, you've heard of Adam and Eve, first man and woman, and they're in the Garden of Eden. They've eaten the forbidden fruit, it tells us. And God comes to him and he says, where are you? Now, God has not lost his kids. He knows exactly where they are. He just needs for them to admit, like, this is, this is what's going on. This is what we've done. This is where we've messed up. This is where we've, we've fallen short. And, and they had a choice. And, and so as, um, as you think about your situation right now, where are you? Where are you? What is your current reality? And I always talk about uh, when, when I go into a, to a really nice hotel, uh, I, you, you know, it's a nice hotel, a lot of reasons. I mean, they have valet parking and a nice lobby and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's cool. But what really makes it, uh, you know, you know, it's nice when you go in the bathroom in your room and there's two mirrors in the bathroom, there's a, there's a, the big mirror on the wall, but there's a little mirror over on the side. This is what my wife and my four daughters have explained to me through the years. Dad, that is a makeup mirror. And that mirror has five X power of the one on the wall. It, it is it is a, a mirror. I always say I'm convinced nobody should ever even look into this mirror. This is crazy. Like this mirror magnifies every blemish, every hair, every wrinkle, everything that's out of place. You're going to see it if you look in that little bitty mirror. And and I think it was my my baby girl Catherine who explained to me one time, Dad, if you flip this thing over, it's 10x on the other side. Now all of them are not like that, but some of them are are like double magnified, and and it's 5x on one side, 10x on the other side. When when I think about our current situation, the problems we're facing, the challenges we're up against, I, I would encourage you to take a makeup mirror look here, not just say, okay, let's let's just take this this uh, you know look on the veneer. How am I doing? But like, how are you really doing? And as you look at your challenge that you identified, and and you think about what you're up against, what is your current reality? Are you stuck? Are you? I mean, is your team really with you? Do you do you do you believe in the vision of your company? Have you have you lost sight of your goals? I mean, all those things. As you start thinking about your current reality, you cannot get from where you are to where you need to go unless you can admit where you are. It's it's the old addict, right? That, that you got, you got to start by admitting you have a problem. And I think, I think there's a lot of truth to this for us as leaders. And so this idea of assessing reality is a good place to start when you, uh, when you, when you, uh, st- uh attempt to see the future. So as we think about assessing reality, I, I would encourage you to just maybe take out a legal pad and a pen and, and, or your phone, make some notes somewhere and just say, what is my current reality? Like, what is the the place where I'm not where I want to be. What is my challenge? Maybe that would be as we think about our challenge that we identified earlier. As I asked that question, you may not have written it down. I would encourage you to do that. Like, what is your current, what, do you, what is the hardest thing you're up against right now at work? And I would encourage you to write it down. And then our second idea here would be to, um, to imagine the possibilities. What are the possibilities that that could help you think about like, solutions here to brainstorm some possibilities, some things that could, could be different. If you took, you know, if you took the time to just say, okay, I I don't have to stay in this spot. I'm up against some hard stuff. Yes. But, 
but but your imagination is powerful. Albert Einstein once said that your imagination is everything. It is it is the purview, he said, I'm sorry, the preview, he said, of uh, life's coming attractions. And if you think about it, leadership really is fundamentally about taking people and organizations to a future that doesn't exist yet. And so it, it, it only exists in the mind or the imagination of the leader. And so as you think about your challenge, you think about your problem, or you think about the opportunity of where you could take your people, by definition, seeing the future is going to require some imagination on your part and for you to have some time to think and plan and dream and strategize. And if we're not careful, I, I said this a few weeks ago, we can we can get buried in the busyness of the business and noise is going to be on your calendar. You're going to have all kind of activity going on, a flurry of details and emails and all kind of stuff. And I think the best leaders are the ones who schedule quiet they take time to really think through where they're trying to take people. They're, they're not leading sporadically, but they really are thinking strategically. And so uh, we're, we're, we're really good at imagining things. You know, our, our imagination is, is you know, when we're, when we're kids, children have great imaginations. I've got, you know, little uh, grandson right now. He's, he's, what, 20 months old, 20, yeah, 20 months old. And he's got a great little imagination. He's all, he, you know, I, I, I remember when my kids were growing up, you know, they got imaginary friends when they're little, you know, little bitty toddlers and, and, in early, uh, elementary school and that we're, we're thinking about, uh, we can, we can imagine as adults, even, you know, as we start growing up, like we can imagine, you know, careers we want to have or places we want to go. But so, at some point, if we're not careful, Reality begins to set in, and we begin to give up our dreams. And if, if if we could only be more like children and have that mind of wonder and awe, and and maybe not the imaginary friend part, but if we could have the same sense of wonder and possibility, I think it could be really powerful, especially as you look at your problem. What was that problem you wrote down on your paper you're really up against right now? What's the possibility? What it, can, can you picture a future where that's no longer your biggest challenge, or that's maybe no longer a challenge at all. You've solved it. You've you've had the people around you to help you. You've gone to to a better place, and and uh, you know it, not only have you you you've envisioned a better place, but you also uh, maybe even have thought about the consequences of not taking that journey to that better place. If you if you're not careful, you if you, if you begin to settle, it is going to be emotionally exhausting really challenging. And I find it really hard to stay engaged if, if, if things feel hopeless. I always say hope is not a strategy, but hope is really important. If you don't have hope, you're going to have a hard time staying engaged and staying in the fight. And so, so we start, if, if we're going to see the future, we got to start by assessing our reality. And then we want to imagine the possibilities. And then at some point you got to decide like, what am I going to do different to, to get a different result? If you, you know, you, <laughs> I always tell you, if you're getting what you're getting because you're doing what you're you're doing, and and I know I'm an old country boy, and that's kind of a simple way of saying that, but it really is true. Your 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 behaviors are giving you your current results. If you've got an area of your life where you really don't like the way things are, it's probably because you are are not really thinking through like what are those behaviors that are causing this to happen. And so at some point. We assess reality. We we imagine the possibilities, but then we got to determine our destination. We are, you know, your direction always determines your destination. So at some point, you got to you got to determine like where am I going to go, and am I going to take a step toward that? It's like a navigator on a ship or a pilot on a plane. A, a visionary leader charts the course for the rest of the organization. They they understand, and unless somebody answers the question where we're going, 
it's unlikely that very much is going to be accomplished. And so you may have some things right now that are hard because you just haven't really thought through, like, where am I trying to go and how is this going to be different? And uh, you, you don't want to be one of those, you know, many, I mean, how many organizations have plateaued? They're not so much because the market or the competition, but really due to the lack of leadership. And, and if you have any organization at any time that is plateaued over time, there's, there at some level is a leadership issue there. And that doesn't have to be true. As a leader, you have the opportunity to determine the destination of your organization, your team, your classroom, whatever it is you got, and you can lead everybody to a better place. And so I, I, I just want to remind you that you're going to have to spend some time thinking about where you want to take people. Uh, you got to have a destination in mind, and, and you've got to take seriously your responsibility to communicate your vision to the rest of the team. So as, as we've been thinking about this here for the last few minutes, like what comes to mind? What is the challenge you're up against? What, what do you, you know, when you see the future of that, like, can you see a better place? I'm, I'm going to give you permission today to just envision a, a better reality when it, when it comes to that, that situation. And, 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 and then to really think, okay, that's great. I can imagine a better reality, but, but how am I going to get there? Like, what, what's, what are we going to do? And, what, what would happen if you just took a few minutes here when you turn this off to, to come up with six or eight possibilities, some things that you could do that might move you down the road? And then what if you just picked one of those? You just said, this is going to be my action. This is going to be my, my direction step. Again, your direction is going to determine your destination, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to choose a direction and take a step. And so I want to just really encourage you to do that as you do that. So as we think about winning at work this week, we're all going to face problems. We're all going to face challenges. We're all going to have hard stuff over and over again. Leaders, they, they show up every day and they solve hard things. They really do. And if you get to a point where you lose heart, you, 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 I mean, you can just settle for, you come, become complacent. You can settle for mediocrity. You, just, you can just live with the reality of this is always going to be, you know, my problem. Let's solve it this week. Let's win at work. Let's do something to make this challenge go away, it starts with assessing our reality, uh, imagining our possibilities, and then determining a destination. Let's take a step. I think if you do that this week, you really can make some progress. Next week, I'm going to give you another one of these ideas in this serve model. I think that will really help you if you are uh, if you're struggling. Your challenge may still be here next week. I mean, just having a vision session with yourself might not be enough. There's something else you can do. We're going to talk about that next week, but. Let's all make it make it a priority this week to to really focus on anytime something comes up that's challenging or hard, we're gonna we're gonna spend some time thinking really strategically about where we could go to make this different. What could we do to solve this situation? What's our vision for a better tomorrow? And just like Walt Disney, we we may not even get to see the results of our work at some point, but uh, you you have big vision and big dreams about big stuff but even those little things those those things that might be able to be solved real quick if you just took some time and said okay what's my vision how can i see the future it's so important for us to do that so all right that's it for today we're gonna we're gonna continue this conversation as we go next week uh we'll also be back with you on wednesday with another episode of chasing greatness we're going to talk about winning at home on wednesday like we always do and then on friday we'll release a youtube uh content on Friday as well and have, have something to help you win at life. Well, let's go make it happen this week. You can win at work. You can really chase greatness, it, it'll, but it'll only happen if you'll, if you'll make sure you've got your vision locked in. If you don't have that vision of where you're trying to go, 
I think you're going to spin your wheels, and, and none of us want to do that. So let's keep doing what we're doing. Uh, it's going to be a great week. You guys, you guys are awesome. Thanks for sharing and downloading and all those things you're doing to help us grow. Share this with somebody. If you've got a, if you've got a coworker or somebody you know who could benefit from this conversation about about seeing a better future for a challenge they're going through. You know somebody right now that's going through a challenge. It's not just you or, 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 or me. Uh, we all know people that are doing that. So let's share this with them and see if we can't make somebody else's day better as well. All right. Love you guys. See you in a couple of days.